Welcome to the Guernsey Press Politics Podcast and the Six Minute States. Yes, returning to six minutes after our double length episode last time out. I'm Simon Delarue and with me is Chloe Pressland. And in an unprecedented move, uh, we are recording this from the Prince of Wales pub just across the road from the uh, Royal Court uh, because there's a sense of celebration in the air and there are lots of uh, members of the GDA and other campaigners uh, here in celebration. Yeah, so I think you probably just heard actually that was so we stood right by the door um, because we thought maybe you won't be able to hear us if we're in there because there's so much noise in there everyone's in high spirits um, everyone's laughing a lot and just yeah everyone's in a great mood myself and Del or Simon as you know him we're actually in the chamber when that announcement came out and I think there was a tangible sense of of just relief that it got passed and it was a unanimous vote as well so it's a it's a day to mark in history I think it is indeed um, 33 votes to nil nobody in opposition in the end there were seven absentees uh, various members leaving on a Friday for, for various reasons, which is uh, often the case. But uh, yeah, a unanimous result in the end uh, to a discrimination ordinance, which will now come into effect uh, with only minor alterations uh, in October of 2023. Um, a, a law that has been campaigned for for at least nine years by many of the people who were in the public gallery when the um, law was finally passed. And there was visible relief on uh, the faces of many, many people just lunging forward in their seats uh, we were in the um, public gallery at the time and uh, others sort of waving their hands in the air celebration and relief I think it's fair to say and uh, th- that's because as we say there was only minor alteration now you were um, aware of a couple of those amendments yeah, that so, went through. so I was following those and like like Dale said they were very small amendments so one of them was about including freedom of expression into the legislation which basically was already in it but it was more of a clarification which just means that uh, if, if you say something to someone or you kind of um, discriminate against someone using your words that is also covered um, and you could be uh, penalised or, or face a fine for doing that and the other one uh, was about multiple occupancy homes which admittedly it took me a while to understand because again it was a bit of a clarification but that just means say for example you're a householder who hosts tenants in your own home or lodgers or whatever you want to call them you would only have to adhere to that to those reasonable adjustments that we keep hearing about for up to two tenants uh, sorry sorry for more than two tenants so if you have two tenants you don't have to make adjustments to accommodate them if, if they have a disability or what have you but if it's two or more then you will have to face um well you will have to make those adjustments in your home well, thanks for that, because I, I wasn't able to hear a word of any of those uh, two amendments because I was uh, busy beavering away and, and writing about what happened in the morning, uh, which was really probably the pivotal moment, really, of this uh, entire debate, because um, Amendment 8, brought by Deputy Blinn and uh, supported by Deputy Delisle, uh, was defeated. Um, in the end, it wasn't nearly as close as we imagined it was going to be. Only nine members voted in favour of it. Um, and that was going to, in the words of Deputy Peter Roffey, rip the heart out of it, although many people objected to that wording Um, but it was going to mean that um, businesses with five or fewer employees uh, would not be um, liable to uh, or would not be obligated to abide by the discrimination legislation pertaining to uh, customers and staff with disabilities or staff with carer status Um, and uh, it it was um, viewed by many that uh, this was going to Uh, effectively mean that a majority of businesses on the island were not going to be um, required to follow the law and so in the end a majority, a large majority agreed with that uh, assessment and so that fell away. That in fact was the moment when um, 
yeah, the greatest elation was uh, detected among those who were campaigning. Um, I did speak to Deputy Chris Blinn afterwards, and he was happy to say that uh, he accepted the uh, decision. Uh, it was a de- democratic decision, uh, uh, but there were others who, on his behalf, uh, said that they were a bit uh, disappointed that he'd come in for a fair amount of uh, abuse on uh, social media and email and what have you. And that was brought up several times. Wasn't yeah, it? I, think, I think one of the main one was was Lester Carapel who brought it up, and he said uh, him and uh, I think it was was it Adrian Ga- Gabriel or Nick Moats. I can't remember off the top of my head, but there, I think there was probably four or five deputies that did decide to step in and completely you know say that that the harassment as they were calling it wasn't warranted um saying that you know that it was discrimination in itself that that what they were facing which i I think some people may agree with some people may not but at the end of the day because i know dell spoke to blin and i spoke to deputy carmielveld who it's worth saying he wasn't uh he didn't second it or propose it but he did vote in favour of it and coordinated as they're calling it um, the amendment so but both of them I think took it on the chin and they said that all that mattered was it was debated and something that they cared about came to the states whether it was taken or not that doesn't matter it was it was debated and that's what all they can ask for in a democracy. So success at last then for the likes of Mr Rob Platt who I spoke to earlier today as well he founded the GDA and other organisations that that preceded it Um, he's been fighting for something along these lines for about 15 years years and um, finally uh, he's able to see the day where Guernsey has a discrimination law. It's worth reminding ourselves that um, up until October next year when it comes in you can still discriminate on the grounds of race or disability or religion um, and and get away with it. Uh, There isn't a law against it although obviously we'd like to think that most people would uh, uh, abide by um, common decency in in that regard. I think we're one of three jurisdictions in the entire world that don't have that legislation so it just shows how much of a milestone this really is. So I think that was summed up by Deputy Peter Roffey, who led this whole thing through the States as the President of Employment and Social Security, who uh, said that on the one hand he was really pleased to see it all go through, but on the other hand, why is it like wading through treacle? Why does it have to be so hard? Uh, well, hard or not, uh, well, maybe it's because it was so hard, actually, that there is so much uh, celebration going on on the other side of this fire door, which we're about to go through. Uh, and so uh, congratulations to those people on the other side. Uh, so that's all from our roundup of this uh, eventful States meeting. Uh, we'll be back, of course, next month for some more. But for now, bye-bye. Good night. <laughs> Never seen-